Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest, Erica. Say hi to the people. Hey. Luckily, I'm we convinced. had absolutely no technical issues, and <laughs> Erica is thrilled to be here. Oh, yeah. Having a great time. Hey, I saw something today, Erica, that I thought you would enjoy. And what's that? So. Here? I sent you that sweet gif of Will Ospreay taking a clothesline and like spinning and landing on his feet, which was mm-hmm. fucking great. You know, he's in like a heel stable right now. Um, it was like him and uh, oh my God, who's the big Samoan real wide guy? I know exactly who you're talking about. Jeff Cobb? Jeff Cobb, that's right. Jeff Cobb, uh, the great Ocon or whatever the fuck his name is. <sighs> giant goon basically and b Priestley, his fiance or girlfriend or whatever the deal is and so he wins the new japan cup so he challenges um abushi for the nj you know the new japan pro wrestling heavyweight championship or whatever they're mm-hmm. calling it because they uh merged the heavyweight and intercontinental titles so i don't know oh, what the fuck they're calling it nowadays but he challenges him for the title and he starts talking about with B standing right behind him. He's like, there's nothing I love more than pro wrestling. <laughs> I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> He's like, and I just want to be number one. And right now I have to admit you're number one. And I love those championships and I love pro wrestling and I have to be number one and I'll do anything. Uh-oh. And he turns around and hits B with the fucking RKO. I'm like, lovely. Uh, okay. All right, then. <laughs> and the thing is, it was like dead silent and there was no reaction. One, because most people there probably can't understand English well enough to like pick up everything he's saying. Right. And two, they have like some rule there right now where they just want like clapping. They don't want anyone to be yelling or anything. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. So I think like they're doing full buildings. Like, this is, like, their way of doing it there. I think they're doing full buildings or maybe close to full buildings, but everyone's wearing a mask, and they don't do, like, you can't cheer or boo or make any sound other than clapping. That's their way of, like, trying to be safe, I guess. That's kind of dumb. (laughs) But, I mean, okay. It's whatever. It's They're trying. I don't know. I don't know if it's good or bad. It sounds weird. Whatever. But so when he does this, it's just like dead silence. (laughs) Like there's no reaction. So it felt really flat. Well, Um, yeah, if there's no reaction at all. And then, you know, he just attacked his fiance. So it's like. There's also the violence against women aspect. And I know there's not a lot of chicks in uh, New Japan, so you don't tend to see that all that often. No. No, it almost almost never. To everyone, was just kind of like, oh, well, this is uncomfortable. This yeah, is it was really for like everybody. Some, it was really like some random like attitude era shit. But the thing was, it's not like he was babyface and he turned heel. He was already a heel, so now he's just a super heel, I guess, because now he he's just an asshole. His wife. Right now, yeah, you're just a not prick. Wife, whatever. So that's like, fun. <laughs> like nice job dude great idea 
<laughs> ten out of ten out of ten idea. Like, Good job. Was this Osprey and Priestley's idea, or was this a booking idea? I would love to know who came up with this. Because I guess there's there's a way that you can make that work, but you can't be a heel already. Yeah, you will. You would make more sense if it was a baby face turning on a heel, but then or turning heel, but then also his girlfriend's a heel too that's the thing it's not like she's like a baby face who's just going along with him doing some bad things because she's standing by her fiance or whatever you know mm -hmm. right. uh, it wasn't like that she's a evil heel too so it's so right it like, doesn't make okay, a lot two of evil people attacked each other or one evil people attacked another evil person so doesn't make weird. a ton of sense did you know WrestleMania is, like, very close? You know, Alex, I was just going to say, I have not watched WWE in probably... <laughs> we didn't watch Mania last year. Did we watch the Mania before that? Do you remember? I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember either. I, I honestly couldn't tell you the last time I watched it. I know it's probably been coming up on two years. And I it, it's it's freeing. Because I just, I don't give a shit about what they do. Well, and it's funny. I don't really know anything about much of what's going on. Because I just see, like, clips here and there on Reddit. But I know they're doing the night one, night two for, like, I think TakeOver is going to be two nights. Like, NXT TakeOver for that weekend is going to be really? two nights. And I think WrestleMania is going to be two nights. So they shamelessly stole the Wrestle Kingdom thing from last year. Well, and are they just uh, doing that so they can be like, oh, look, there's two main events. <gasps> that's, well, that's one of the, well, yes, that's one of the things they're doing is I think, I believe Sasha Banks and. Uh, Bianca Blair. Oh, my God. Bianca Belair. Yes, thank you. Our headline Belair, night excuse one. Me. Yeah. And I'm assuming whoever. Roman Reigns. I think it's Roman Reigns is at an edge. I'm guessing are headlining night two. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just gonna. I, and I like Edge as much as the next guy. And, and look, I'd rather. I'd rather there be. I don't know what the length of these shows are gonna be, but I'm assuming like three to four hours. I'd rather have two, three to four hour shows than one seven hour show. I completely personally. agree with you. Yes. Yes. I'm still not gonna watch, mind you, but. No, yes, that's a more... I, you can't have me sit and watch and just have, like, a fire hose of shit flying into my face for eight hours. Because that's how long these shows were. Between the pre-show stuff and then you're going, like, two hours over that one year, it's just like, I, I can't do... I physically can't do this. I emotionally can't do this. Because there's nothing here for me to grasp onto and enjoy. Yeah, the one I think year, it was, was two years maybe, ago. I think was it was that... two years ago where WrestleMania was seven hours at least. And by the end of it, you just, I know we felt like, it's like, did we just go through a war? Like, you I'm want to, like, so, kill yourself. It's I'm horrible. so destroyed. <laughs> wasn't it like it was Becky Lynch? Wasn't it like a, a triple threat for the, the woman's title? Oh, was yeah, that it was what like it was? Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda, Ronda Rousey? closed the yeah. show. But by the time they got there, it's like, and that was a match people were really into at the time. But by the time they got there, the crowd was so fucking dead. 
because they and, and, and we're we're exhausted and bored sitting in your home on a couch these right. people are sitting in a stadium for eight nine hours whatever it is with the pre-show so yep. by the end of all that it's like i'm supposed to get excited i'm supposed to cheer i just want to leave can't no, I, I want just this go to be home? done i want it done as soon as possible because i'm tired as fuck and i just you've given me nothing to latch on to you've given me nothing to care about because nothing in your your universe matters and again i was i was gonna say i like edge as much as the next person edge should not be headlining wrestlemania now what 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 is the like this is the one of the major problems that i have with wwe and i've been watching a lot of wrestling just in general and i know aew has been pretty solid uh since their uh they've had a couple missteps but they've been pretty solid since their debut uh, and what I did see, I liked. It, it It just seems like they care a little bit more about actually, like, building up, like, newish people. And, and correct mm -hmm. me if I'm wrong, Alex. I don't know. I haven't, again, I haven't well, watched they, it in they a really long they, time. They do, for sure. I would also say they they have been, I get, I am a little worried they're starting to fall down, like, a WCW rabbit hole. Where it's, mm -hmm. it's almost starting to feel like TNA Impact Part 2 except the booking is obviously so much better than TNA's booking ever was ever in the history of that company. But, you know, they brought like staying in and now they've brought Christian in and it's, it really is like, you know, I understand they're, those guys have something they can bring to the table. And the only thing sting has done match wise was one of those, you know, um, produced like backstage match type things like not a not an actual match in the ring in front of people so they can protect them and make them look good and everything but uh, i don't uh, i don't do who the fuck cares about sting wrestling in the cold light of 2020 or 2021 whatever the fuck that was yeah and you know it's like i like christian I think he's a good wrestler. I like the knockoff Evanescence theme, but if you remember that, that's that's yeah. back. I think they changed it a little bit, but that's back. Glorious. Um, it's just you know Christian isn't that big of a deal. You know he's a no. really good wrestler and he's well respected, but it's not like you know it's not it's like not he signed gift. Brock Lesnar or something. Right, right. It's a good. He's a good dude to have in the locker room. I would say, but he's not, I don't, I don't really care about Christian either, you know, like, okay, yeah, you had, you've been a good middle hand. You're a good journeyman wrestler. You know, I'm, I'm not excited about watching you at all. Yeah. Well, and that was the problem with the announcement of Christian is they hyped it up for a week and they said, oh, we're bringing in a hall of fame talent, uh, which if by the WWE you know hall of fame standards like you know i could probably make the wwe hall of fame <laughs> so it's like yeah he's a hall of fame talent that's technically true but when you start saying that people are expecting a big expectations surprise. are high right whereas if christian would have just come out out of nowhere it would have been like oh cool christian but when you hyped it up to such an insane degree of oh the hall of fame talent and AEW is generally known for delivering what they say they're going to. Um, you know, it's not like they, they don't constantly do, like, the random swerves for no reason like WWE does. So, 
you know, I think Tony Khan let himself get worked a little bit because he was like, oh, I really love Christian. So everyone else really loves Christian, right? It's like, he's good. People like him. But it's not like, oh, my God, Christian's here. Yeah, who's excited about Christian now? 20 years ago? Sure. Now? Nah. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I'm more interested in what what's the younger talent that you can bring in and get me, make me excited about so that I, 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 I don't, this, like, adherence and this this constant, like, looking back in love of the Attitude Era and just, like, and, yeah, there, there was some real good stuff in the Attitude Era. We need to move the fuck on. And that's what I want for AEW. I, I don't, you don't need Sting. You don't need Christian. If you want to have some of these older dudes around, like, having Diamond Dallas Page and fucking Cody Rhodes' corner for stuff, I am totally fine with that. That's, like, fine. I don't need to see Diamond Dallas Page wrestle a match in the cold light of, you know... 2021. I don't need that. And I love the guy. I fucking adore Diamond Dallas Page. But I, I don't need to see Wrestle ever again. Where are the young new guys? That's what I'm excited about. And until that starts like happening, eh, I don't care. Well, they've been doing that too. I mean, you know, I sent you the video clip. Last week on Dynamite, the main event was Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker just beating the shit out of each other and bleeding all over the place. I need to find that match and I need to watch it because that looked fucking awesome. Britt Baker's got the blood in her eyes. That picture (laughs) is like, it's very evocative. She bled like crazy. Well, and I know that uh, AEW hasn't been great with kind of, you know, showcasing the women. So it's like, okay, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I would say, you know, AEW's been falling into that trap of, oh, the women have like their one or two segments a week, mm-hmm. but at least they're treated seriously in the segments they're doing, you know? Which is better than it's what not like that WWE It's like diva stuff or whatever, but yeah, there, there could still be more of the women, but I think they're also, I think there is a lot more of the women on the other shows like Dark and stuff like that, like the YouTube shows. Because a lot of these women aren't very experienced, you know, so they just need to practice and get work in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. I think that would be their defense of it anyway. You know, they don't have the stable of women that WWE does. They just right. don't. Right, right. And that does take time to build up, for sure. Um, but one of the things I did want to start doing, though, I know we're already like four months, coming up on four months into the new year. Um. I do want to start watching AEW again, at least. I need to find a way to uh, to watch it, because I do miss watching wrestling. And I'm just so done with WWE that it's like... I, barring having, like... And even this, because they'd ruin it. Have Sami Zayn come out as, like, fucking El Generico, and Daniel Bryan as, like, Ring of Honor era fucking, you know, the American Dragon, and then wrestle for, like, two hours... I'm just not interested because I know they'll fuck it up. I have no faith in the company anymore. Anything they do good is a fucking accident and they will ruin it. And Vince McMahon is a massive piece of shit who is not going to get a dime of my money anymore if I can help it. Agreed. Bob, what's on your mind tonight? What do you bring into the table for this podcast? Well, you know, I have my usual... Uh, 
stable of topics, but I think the one thing I will add to the wrestling conversation is that, um, you know, a lot of a lot of what we, what I talk about a lot is like, if you don't like something, don't watch it, and uh, you know, certainly, you know, Erica, you haven't been watching. That's how bad it is, you know, and it's. I, it's refreshing to see, like, when people don't watch. Now they're still making money hand over fist somehow, but it's like well, that's yes, the that's the thing when watching. you look at the ratings. <laughs> no one really does watch, but their TV deals just keep going up and getting bigger. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it I, either. I clearly don't understand something about the TV business that you can drive such a low rating and make insane amounts of money unless like it's a just... challenge like the challenge every single wednesday and this season of the challenge hasn't even been anything special but every single wednesday the challenge on that 18 to 49 rating beats AEW, and they beat um nxt which means they're easily beating whatever raw is doing on monday because raw does a horrible 18 to 49 rating and so like the challenge and there's no way mtv is paying the money for the challenge that usa or fox are paying for wwe right i i genuinely don't understand it at all it doesn't make any sense to me and then it sucks what happened with the network too network's gone right it's on peacock now well, it's on Peacock, but I think it's less money, technically. Well, if you have Peacock, you not don't have to pay anything, right? Right, but you can get Peacock for like $5 a month, I think. So you can watch The Office again for the 50,000th time. <laughs> It'd be better than anything that's going on in WWE. Oh, that's a true-ass statement, sir. Hey, I watched a movie oh, uh, no. a couple days ago. Ooh, what did you watch? I, I don't know. I'm assuming Erica has watched this because this just seems like something she would have watched. Spirited Away. I love Spirited oh. Away. Had you never seen it? I've never seen it. <gasps> Alex. Oh, I, oh, I'm so glad you watched it. I love Spirited Away. I really We actually, it. we sat down uh, when Izzy wasn't uh, feeling so hot. We watched... Um, We've watched through, I think, most of the Miyazaki movies that are on HBO Max. Because, uh, Bob, you had never seen it before either, right? That's correct. Yep. So I was like, these are on. Let's flip these on because they're all just, like, delightful. And it's, uh, yeah, oh, I love Spirited Away. Thoughts. Give us your thoughts, sir. I enjoyed it. I watched the English dub. Um... The English dub is fine for that movie. Uh... Yeah, I would say my only complaint is I feel like the main, you know, what's their name? Uh, Chihiro. Chihiro, yeah, or Sen. Sen or Zen, whatever her name is. Um, I feel like the voice casting there was like a little, I don't know. Her voice was like a little annoying, I felt like. She read a little too young for me for that particular um for the role um i don't know but and i mean i guess she's kind of supposed to be like an annoying little girl and she kind of 
learns how to not be, you know, mm-hmm. is the whole point of the story. Right. So I can understand if if they're thinking that deeply. And I think it was, um, uh, say what you want about John Lasseter, you know, he he was really involved with bringing those pick those um, excuse me, those Studio Ghibli movies over. And I think he had a fair amount to do, at least with that one, with the uh, the casting, at least. I think. Don't quote me on that. So I'm I, I would Im- I would imagine that's intentional, but uh, who knows? Yeah, I enjoyed it though. It was good. I did. Um, you know, I I thought it was, and I'd never watched any of the studio ghibli movies before like a couple of weeks ago um it's i really just appreciate like how strong the world building is there and like how that environment is set up and um you know the the story is bonkers and it, it, we also watched um, Howl's Moving Castle, and it's just all insane, but it's delightful the entire time, too. So it, it was a good watch. I was happy we watched it. Now, here's the question. Because, bro, really, there's multiple things we should be watching for this podcast. Number one, of course, being um, what's the stupid Star Wars movie? Oh, we did say we were going to watch that again, didn't we? Yeah, Rogue One. Rogue yeah. One. No, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. you said we would watch it again. I I never agreed to. If it. it's for discussions, no, you agreed. No, you agreed to it, Bob. If it's no, for discussions, this is we all will recorded. Watch it. <laughs> this is all recorded, Bob. And our Don't fan will be angry. Our our fan will be very angry. About Play the it. tape. Anyway, but another one that maybe we should consider watching, although I don't know when I'm going to find the 10 hours of my life, uh, <laughs> Zack Schneider's <laughs> Justice League. You know, Alex, uh, I did turn to Bob the other day because at first I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, I'll sit down and I'll check it out. I looked to Bob and I'm like, I don't think I can do that. I, I've sat through Batman v Superman twice. I don't think I can sit through pure, unadulterated Snyder and 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 survive as I am now, if that makes any sense. I will yeah. say I talked to someone who is a very harsh critic in general, and he told me it's considerably better than Justice League was. But that doesn't make it good. I would say the first Justice League was okay. It wasn't bad. It was better than Batman versus Superman. Okay, which Alex, that's very low that's bar that's not a that's not even a bar. That's like something buried in the sand. Like saying something is better than Batman v Superman is like saying, well, you know, I do prefer being alive to being dead. <laughs> that's up for debate. Fair, fair, fair. It's been a dark year. Um. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, if if in the spirit of discussion, maybe, I'm going to give you a maybe on that one, 
because I don't know that I can psych myself up to sit through that shit. That is a very big maybe, too. I, it's, yeah. Alex, it's four hours and two minutes long. It's only four hours, Bob. Alex, Think of it's all four the writing you hours. can do on your Peloton. Peloton? <laughs> the Peloton. The Peloton. Like... I gotta I gotta respect it by saying the name correctly. <laughs> no, you don't, Alex. You don't at all. You've got you've, you have a bloated superhero and I mean Justice League did feel like it was like cut to fucking ribbons because there was some shit that was like you just cut, but we were like in a completely different fucking location, and now we're over here, and the action is over. What the fuck is going on? However, cramming in two extra hours of just nonsense that's ultimately not going to lead anywhere? Maybe it's amazing, Erica. There's no way it's amazing, Alex. There's no way. There's no okay, way so it's amazing. What was the first Justice League on a zero to ten scale? On a zero to ten, give. It's been a minute since I've watched it. I'm gonna give it a very middling five. Bob. Be- oh, that's so hard. Um, I I'd say. I don't know. I, I here's why I'm having trouble with the rating because I always just conflate it with Batman v Superman colon Donna Justice. But if I try and think about Justice League objectively, I would go no higher than six. And Erica, even six is a five? stretch. I would say a five because while of the 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 Zack Snyder DC movies, I found it to be the least offensive. But I thought it was very sloppy. I thought the plot was incoherent. Um, as I said, edited to ribbons, it was just very clear that somebody else came in to finish whatever the fuck Snyder had done and had a completely different vision for whatever the fuck was going well, on. Well, they tried to marvel it. Which, they tried here, to lighten the, the tone. Here's the thing. And I, while well, I agree... It, you need a lighter tone. Shit can't all be... Like, if you want to do your Batman movies grimdark, that's great. However, Superman is not grimdark. He's just not. And if you want to, like... I know he... Snyder has said he wanted to see, like, a story where he's not, like... Oh, he's just not, like, a, a boring Boy Scout. Well, you know what? Superman's the boring Boy Scout, so find a way to tell an interesting story. That's the character. That's the fucking right. character. If you don't want to make the Superman movie, ask... Warner Brothers or DC if you can make the Batman movie because that's clearly what you want to do. Yeah, anyway. Batman is brooding and dark and sullen. That's right. not Superman. It's not Superman And that's at not freaking Wonder Woman. No, it's not. So, it, it's not a movie that I would the like, just say, speaking from the original, because I haven't seen the monstrosity, so I can't speak to it. But it's definitely better than Batman v Superman. That's like not even a discussion worth having. Um, and I would even say I probably had more fun with it than I did with Man of Steel because Man of Steel was just so shocking. The way that they Man went of with Steel, it. I think Man of Steel is better than Justice League. I think there are actually parts of Man of Steel that are legitimately good. 
everything on Krypton is legitimately good at the beginning. Okay, but yeah, that's some... what, 10 minutes? Okay, well, that's 10 minutes better than most of Justice <laughs> League. <laughs> I, mean... I, I, thought, I thought Russell Crowe was good. Russell Crowe was great in that movie. Yeah, but Russell yeah. Crowe is like great. great in everything that he does. I will give you that's the music true. is good, but there's shit in that movie that's just so fucking stupid that like I, the entire conversation they... with Pa Kent where he's like, well, what was I that supposed was, to do? I'm supposed to let an entire school bus of children drown and fucking, uh, 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 fucking Dances with Wolves is over here going, yeah, maybe. Like, what are you fucking talking about? That is not yeah, the character, then, you fucking and then when idiots! And the tornado, and he lets. Oh, his don't even get me die. started on that shit, man! Like, are you there's serious? There's a lot of stuff. No, there's a lot of stuff that's bad, but there's good parts about that movie too. Like, I think I've talked about it before on this podcast. The stuff where the female Kryptonian, whose name I can't remember, is just running a freight train through the army and like essentially teleporting. She's moving around so fast to their eyes, like. That stuff is cool because they don't like for some reason in every single Superman or Supergirl show or movie, they're always like not ultra fast. And it's like Superman's just as fast as the Flash, you know, like he's like we're pretending like Superman is slow, you know, so legitimately that joke Injustice League is the best part of that movie. Yeah, and that's, that's your the... like that's your stinger scene. Yeah. Yeah, and that was great. Where the <laughs> I, Flash I will say is this. running and he just turns I... and looks at him. That was awesome. I will say this. You've got Michael Shannon in Man of Steel, and that's just a yeah. net positive. He, he, tried. Is... he tried. He tried. He actually tried. I actually read a little snippet of an interview with him where they asked him, uh, well, what do you think of Batman v Superman? And he's like, what the fuck do I care? I don't give a shit about that. Who cares? What do I give a crap? I, I got to find it. It was really funny. Well, and, and look, I'm not defending. I'm not defending Man of Steel. It's overall a bad movie. Oh, no. And I mean, it's like, I don't, it's, I don't but care I'm just that saying you think it's, it's better, better than, than Justice It's just League. better That's than fine. Justice League is all I'm saying. And I agree. Justice League is like a, you know, it's like a five. It's it's not offensive. It's not like I wasn't... Batman v Superman, which is like a negative 3,000. Well, because that's just... I, I think what really does it in Man of Steel for me, though, is that you, you, just give, you have a Superman who has no regard for human life at all. Yeah, that, that and is a that, big problem. The ending where he's just storming through that city, fighting Michael Shannon, and just... It, it, it's like... To, to steal a, a, a descriptor from a podcast I listen to often, it's like 75 9-11s having like, happening simultaneously. <laughs> it, it's just like, do you guys just not understand? You clearly don't understand the character at all. So wh- wh- what am I watching? What is this? This is fucking insane. Well, in, in and I think that's same... why I'm, I'm, I rate it less than Justice League, because Justice League at least... And... Uh, and not to any great effect, but at least tried for a little bit of levity. Not that it necessarily worked, but no. it felt a little bit more in line with... Like, Avengers... Avengers is fun. Like, I'll go back and watch that first Avengers movie, and I, I do go back and watch it every now and again, because I had fun with that movie. I enjoyed, It's a fun movie. It might not be, like, a great movie, but it's fun. 
and the DC movies are just a fucking slog. Yeah, well, I've I've I agree on the Avengers that it's still an enjoyable movie. I do think when you go back and watch some of those old movies before they had figured out Thor. And before they had even really figured out Captain America to a certain degree, because <laughs> that Captain American character, Captain America character, is very wooden in that movie, and Thor is also extremely wooden to a massive detriment. And well, when they, they didn't figure out, out they didn't figure out Thor until uh, Taika Waititi came in and was like, "Okay, yeah, we're we're changing all of this, and we're gonna have like." We're going to have some fun with this movie. Uh, well, that's when they really figured it out, but they had even figured it out before then because I think Age of Ultron was before that, and he was a lot more lighthearted in that movie even. See, so... an Age of Ultron is not a movie. I... It was like, okay, this is No, this I agree. I can't remember anything. I'm not going the back and The only thing I remember again. about that movie is when they're doing the whole thing where everyone's trying to pick up um, the hammer and yeah like only captain america like can make it like move like just the tiniest little bit that's well the and they only paid that shit off which i really yeah. appreciated yeah that's the only thing i remember about that movie the rest of that movie is completely forgettable yeah that's like the one i mean i'll go back and watch and not frequently because who has the fucking time and all these movies are like fifty thousand hours long but i will go back and watch the first avengers um Thor Ragnarok is a delight. I really like all the Captain America movies. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I'm vaguely interested. Civil Civil War was kind of shitty. I like Civil War. I enjoyed it. Um, the big stupid fight at the airport. I think that's great. But, you know, your mileage may vary. And uh, uh, I like the Bucky Barnes character a lot, too. Um, I don't know if to the point of I'm going to watch this falcon and winter soldier show because i'm just kind of marveled out at this point but we'll see well it seemed like so i read about i'm interested to see what happens with this that show because you know i'm sure what it is presenting itself as in the first episode is not what it's going to be eight episodes in or whatever but you know, I read about the WandaVision show. I didn't watch it because I just don't really care that much. But did you guys read about where that ended up going? No. Um, wasn't well, it she ended up... It, it was just her dealing with the loss of Vision. Wasn't that what it was? Well, that's essentially what it was. Like, she had created... I mean, do you guys want me to talk about it? I'm probably, I'm not gonna I'm probably watch not going to watch it. Okay. <laughs> Well, essentially, like WandaVision was that she had created this fake town almost to trap her emotions in. Like, so, but she took real people and essentially trapped them in this town um, playing roles. So she's not a good guy at any point in this story. Um, and it's, I guess one of the people who was there was actually another, like, witch like magic user who was masquerading as a resident of the town but she really wasn't she was there to try to steal the scarlet witch's powers um and so at the end of, basically by the end of it you know she's gone through her grief over vision dying and everything but by the end she's not a good person at all and when she lets the town go of like you know this spell she had cast on them 
Um, she's walking through the town, leaving, and you could tell like everyone there just absolutely hates her. Um, and so by the end of it, like she is the Scarlet Witch. She is a bad person. So I I'm think they're setting that. her up to be, you know, one of the big bad villains in the future because that has kind of been one of the weird things about some of these Avengers movies is she's there and she's shown to be powerful, but she's never shown to be as powerful as she really is. Right. Because um, no one, you know, to my memory of the comics, no one can stand up to Scarlet Witch because she well, has magic one... so she can cheat. Who was it? The I forget which fucking like thing it was at the end of. But she's the one who, who there was the no more mutants uh, yeah. decree erased, or whatever. Yeah, she and that erased was her. everyone's powers instantly. Except for like a, a handful of people, I think it ended up being. But um, yeah, so I mean that would be interesting, you know. But I I don't know, you know. I've just I'm not I'm. Endgame the whole Marvel like... thing feels like it's in a lull. Which, I mean, you you had your phases. You built up to, to Endgame. Endgame happened. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with taking, like, a little breather, you know? And let's wait a little while. Let's let things settle. Build it back up with these TV shows or whatever. I mean, I just think that that really felt like... It, it was. It was a huge culmination of this massive, like what was it, 10, 11, 12-year project, and it, it, you you need a, a, a come down from a high like that. Well, well and, and I think and that... Go ahead, Bob. The Marvel, Marvel wants it to be that the story never ends, that it just goes on forever and ever. The problem that with... it's just a fucking soap opera. Right. I mean, you stories need to have endings. They really do. Exactly. Um, and when they don't, I mean, it just always suffers. Like, how many TV shows have you wished would have ended a season earlier, or even maybe twenty seasons earlier? Um, yeah, it's it it it's a detriment to the story, and it's just you know it's the ultimate reminder that you know it's a business and not it, it. There are artists who work on it, but it is, it's hard to call anything done in the Marvel universe art. Well, I mean, it's art to an extent, but it's not, it's not high art by any means. Certainly not. Yeah. And Martin well, Scorsese was exactly right when he said it's like a, a, a carnival ride. It's it's a roller coaster. Yeah, that's exactly what these are, and that's and fine. there's nothing wrong with that. No, but no, that's it's... what it is. I still enjoy those movies, yeah. and then it, it's just hysterical because you have like a bunch of like fucking you know whiny boys with nothing better to do with their lives, like bitching at fucking Martin Scorsese on Twitter about how he doesn't like the Marvel movies, and it's like, <laughs> calm down. Okay, let's let's take a fucking breath here. Yeah. Well, it'll be um yeah, I'm more interested to see where things go because I don't know if Falcon and Winter Soldier if this is a multi-season show or it's no just the one season. Like Cuz WandaVision, limited. that's it. That's not coming back. Like that's that was it. That's a mini series and they just use that to get that character where they want it. So 
I'm going to be interested to see if that's what they're doing here. Like maybe this whole series is just a way to make the Falcon Captain America, you know, mm -hmm. um, which it's like, I understand the story connection and everything, but everything I see Anthony Mackie in, I'm just like, he's not that good of an actor. You know, like, he's a good-looking guy, and I get it, but he's just, like, kind of there. He doesn't have any charisma to me. He's not, and... like, leading man material, I don't think, yeah, personally. I, I mean, got nothing against he... the guy. I enjoy him in the role as the Falcon. I loved him in the Captain America movies. He's just, he's, he's just fine. He's fine. Yeah, I... You know, it's like when I was watching Altered Carbon Season 2... And he was the lead for that season. And the whole show just felt off with him in the lead role. And uh, the lead in season one was that guy who, um, oh my God, all those, like there's allegations coming out that he. Uh, Arnie Hammer. Yeah, yeah. What are the, what's the stuff with him? He like wanted to eat a woman or something. Uh, some cannibalistic <laughs> weird shit, but he's also like uh, sexually and like emotionally abusive and all that. I think, um. Uh, either more people came forward and said something, but yeah, he's fucked. So, yeah, and I don't know what the hell's going on with him and all that crazy shit. But the point I was just trying to make was he was better as like a leading man than Anthony Mackie was, and I'm just comparing the two because they were essentially playing the same character. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, you know, to ask someone to step into Chris Evans' shoes is not going to be so easy. Well, especially because, like, Chris Evans just kind of, like, got the character and was, like, perfect <laughs> for that role. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's actually one of the reasons why um, Knives Out is so fucking great. Have you seen that, Alex? No, I haven't. Highly recommend. I won't spoil anything here, but he's in that, and it's just a brilliant casting choice. And yep. it has to do with Absolutely. him being in the Marvel movies. And it's mm. it's a great if you're looking for something that's a little refreshing, like a little different than all this big, like bombastic just bullshit that we're constantly bombarded with, highly recommend Knives Out. Yeah. It's got Daniel Craig doing this like fucking like Texas accent that you're like, what are you doing? But it's kind of perfect. <laughs> it's good shit. It's good shit. It's a good movie. Michael Shannon's I, up in that piece, too. It's great. I was reminded the other day, because I had the two scenes got posted side by side to each other, and, you know, if you remember when Gohan turns Super Saiyan 2 against Cell, mm -hmm. and... Uh, With that rad song? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, well, this is the thing, is... I like the U.S. dub because I grew up with it. Mm -hmm. But when you watch it and then you watch it next to the Japanese dub or the Japanese sub, I mean, you're just so reminded of the unbelievable butchering that was done. to So yes. many scenes in yes. Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. Like, like it's not like, you know, edited a sentence to fit their mouths moving, you know, it's like we added stuff that was never there. Mm -hmm. Like sentences that were never there in the original version. 
Yeah. You know, like for some reason, the people at Funimation really thought like, oh man, we can make this better. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. It's perfect. Don't fucks. Leave it be. Oh, Dragon Ball. In Dragon Ball Z, I was saying this the other day, this is a hard show to find. Like, even if you want to get it legally, to get a legal copy that has what you want, which all I want is the original version, not fucked with. You know, I don't want any sort of filter put over the image. I don't want you to cut off the top and the bottom to make it 16 by 9. I just want the original version in Japanese and in English with the appropriate music for each. That's it. That's all I want. And holy shit is that hard to find, legally or not. Didn't they, and I because I have a couple... I think it's Blu-rays with, like, in its seasons, however. And I think I have up through... They're on Namek. Um, and I haven't had a chance to sit down with them yet, but I th think it's that. But it, it, and if it's cut off, I'm going to sell them because I can't fucking stand that shit. Because um, I got them a while ago, and I just haven't had the opportunity. Uh, but if they are that, I'll let you know. Yeah, well, I just, yeah, I'm just saying, like, to find, like, the whole thing. It's so, it's so hard, and it's crazy. It's like, this is one of the most popular animes in the world. How is it this hard? It's the same thing with, like, fucking, you know, luckily I have good copies of Evangelion, but Evangelion's another one. Like, the rights change all the time. There's always a new re-release of the series, you know, and fuck me. Could I just have the original versions like, this is like some Lucas shit where everyone wants to put their spin on it. No. I just want the original version. Please. Well, and the whole thing is, if you want to put sell out... it to me. If you want to put out a new version, that's great. But let me be able to buy the original version. Because that's how I feel about Star Wars. Like, I have the... Um, uh, when they did the DVD release of, like, those stupid special editions for uh, episodes 4, 5, and 6... They released the original unaltered versions as like a special, like, uh, um, what do you call it? Like a bonus feature on those discs. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this all this new shit in here. I don't care about that. I want the, the original untouched versions of, of these movies. And like, I know there was um, a group of people, because you can't find it in, it's just not in like Blu-ray or 4K. That was just on standard DVD. I think it might have been, like, I don't remember how good the, the quality is, but it's not great. There's a group of people out there, they did something called the Harmony Cut, where they got rid of all the uh, special edition bullshit and released a, a version for free that's floating out on the internet that is that high quality. I think they ripped it off of, like, a, a what, it, what were those fucking things called? A laser disc or whatever. And that's out in the wild. And that's just a new hope, though. I'm like, mm. Disney, if you can get this shit, I will pay an exorbitant amount of money for it because I don't like all this added crap. It looks like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, well, and speaking of Dragon Ball Z, you know, there was also that Dragon Ball Z Kai bullshit where they cut the series down so there wouldn't be as much filler, which I think on its on its face is 
a viable product in my opinion. It's not a terrible idea. But my problem is, is not only did they cut stuff down, which is whatever, but then there's scenes that, again, are completely changed. Like, go go watch, again, Gohan going Super Saiyan 2 in either the Japanese or the American versions. And they're both shit in Kai. They're both shit. The music's gone from the Japanese version, which is unbelievably stupid. Well, that's criminal, because <laughs> that music is amazing. <laughs> like, they've changed the dialogue. It's all fucked up. It's all fucked up the only part i'll say you know about that scene in particular is when there is one part that they changed in the dub that is better and you know when cell crushes 16's head in japanese he says you know no one asked you you factory defect or something like that Mm -hmm. and in american or in the u.s or whatever in the english version he says, you know, yet another life you could have saved. And to Ooh, me, that that's better. That's is better. such a better line. That's yeah. a better line. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give him that. Because normally I'm, I'm sub over dub 100%. But no, that's, that's a good line. That's a good line. Yeah, that was like <laughs> such a, like just to stick the knife in and fucking twist it. That you could have been helping these people this whole time. But you're not strong enough. But you didn't. You know? <laughs> so that was great. Bob, I want to talk about the challenge. Do you want to talk about the challenge? Yeah. Could you talk about it, though? Because I can't tell you anything that happened on these last two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does feel like we're just treading water until the finale, though, doesn't it? I, I can tell you one thing that's happened in um, in these last two episodes. Um, we've firmly established that once again, uh, it's it, the the skull twist does not matter, um, because uh, what what's going to happen next week is one way or another, Big T will end up in the uh, the last elimination, and then at the end of that, um, she'll either be eliminated or she'll have a skull. And then everyone left will have skulls. I mean, so maybe. I mean, I'm sure she's going to get a chance because, like last season, I think everyone ended up getting a chance. But I kind of, you know, see, Anissa. I understand, like she has this loyalty to Corey, but I think Kyle had the right idea, which was like, let's send two heavyweights in there and eliminate someone. You know, and unfortunately, Anissa was like, oh, we got to fucking, I have to send Corey in, you know, the whole deal. Well, because it's um, like, does Anissa think that Corey wouldn't throw her under the bus in an instant? No one wants to run a final with Anissa. Well, no, no one wants to do that. That was, okay, that was the funniest shit on the, on the challenge in a long time when Nani left, uh... Was it that she left Kyle? Yeah, she left Kyle after she won that elimination to take Fessy. And then Anissa picks Kyle to be her partner. And Kyle was so mad. And TJ was dying. I have never seen anyone 
trying so hard not to laugh, but still failing miserably. And that's like, why TJ's the best, man. Like, that laugh of his has been a joy this season. Like, that was probably the best moment of the whole season. <laughs> and then and then that conversation they had this episode where Kyle was like, he was like, sorry I said you were dead weight or whatever he said. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like being he's not really sorry you know because it's true but he's like said it in such a comical way that even anisa had to laugh like that's the thing kyle is going for him is he's so charismatic that he can yeah. get away with so much shit well and i will say kyle is just a net a net positive he's oh, yeah. a delight yeah. i love kyle he can be an asshole too. I mean, they are all assholes, but he's 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 been especially a delight this season. Yeah. In that I'd... that kind of you know Johnny Bananas void, you know, it's been nice to have the CT asides, the Kyle stuff, and and even Devin to an extent. It was nice to have those voices where we when we didn't have bananas. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of crazy that Johnny, you know, he wasn't on this season. He's not going to be on that all-star season. You know, I don't know if he just doesn't want to be seen as like an old person or something, but you know, that's two seasons of the challenge now without any bananas. Mm -hmm. Kind of crazy. It is I, weird. For sure. You know, I, you got to wonder if he's just done. Um, he's done. Who knows? I think there's uh, nothing wrong with taking it like a, just a, let me take a break. Let me take a minute away. You know, I, I really don't have anything else to prove on this show. But yeah. I'm sure we'll see him again. At least one or two more times. Yeah. yeah. I, th I If, you know, to go back to the whole Big T thing for just a minute. Um, I think she ends up in the elimination regardless. I don't think... I don't think they're going to end up trying to throw two heavy hitters in. Um, just, I think the it would the numbers would have to align in a very weird way for that to work. I would guess it's probably going to be Big T versus is it Amber B? Is that who it is? Uh She's in the Big Brother Alliance. I think the most likely outcome is Anissa gets tossed in for two reasons. One, she's not really directly aligned with that many people. Anissa's known for floating in the middle and not really committing to any sort of yeah. side. And two, I think all the men are going to get together that are making this final, which is like everyone that's still there at this point, and they're going to say, hey... It's a women's elimination. We know it's a women's elimination because Amber is the floater, and that's the other thing. She's the floater, so she can't even go into the elimination this next That's time. true. Right. That's right. I forgot about and, that. Yeah. Um, the, all the guys are going to get together, and they're going to say, hey, we're putting Anissa down there. No matter who she's going against, we're voting Anissa down there because we need to try to get her out so one of us doesn't get stuck running the final with her. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I think that's exactly what's going to go down. And the only thing that might cause that not to happen 
is if they walk out there, like let's say Anissa was going to be the one thrown in by the two, whoever wins the next challenge, let's say, mm -hmm. and she's not the house vote. Like if she's the house vote, whatever, she's down there no matter what. But if she's going to be thrown in by the people who won the challenge and all of a sudden they see it's like a fucking the hall brawl or something, then they might go, uh-oh, Big T has no hope of winning this. You know, like it's like on pure size alone, how would Big T beat Anissa? Uh, yeah, so... but at this point, I mean, this is it, right? If Big T even wants to try, I mean, you got it. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know how it plays out. I am looking forward to uh, Fessy stepping to CT and um, being an idiot because it's just what? like <laughs> Nani. Nani's like two days into it and she's like i fucking made a mistake <laughs> well and i was like he's bitching about like nani as a partner i'm like dude you kicked her in the fucking face when <laughs> you were like <laughs> yeah like don't be old she couldn't it's like because you kicked her in the fucking face you asshole <laughs> yeah shit i'd have a hard time breathing underwater too at that point right like you kicked me in the face and my fucking breather like fell out yeah asshole i it, it's gonna be a little hard then Fessy. can we can we talk about with the challenge how i just i'm I, i'm so sick of these like the format of the last two seasons um and and how it's just backfired in general well, uh, we, we've definitely yeah we've definitely talked about this they need to start one if you're the worst person or pair or whatever they're doing on that given season, if you lose that, if you're the worst person in the daily, you need to go straight into elimination. So that would yeah. be number one, because there needs to be actually a concern. Like it's one thing to mildly throw a challenge strategically, but when you flat out don't have to try at all, because there's absolutely no downside to just on losing and being the worst that shit sucks like yeah. we've seen that stuff in the past where you know someone borderline throws because but but they know okay all i gotta do is not get dq'd because someone else dq'd and i'm fine you know right like people did that all the time to be strategic but when you just have to like show up and essentially like just stand there and it's like, okay, well, he tried, so we're not going to punish him. Yeah. Like, that shit sucks. Yeah. There should be consequences for not trying, definitely. Yeah. Um, it... I still like the idea of you need to go down into an elimination in order to run the final. Um, But, yeah, you do need to, you need to make some tweaks. And I would appreciate... I would love to see him bring the draw back. I think you need that element of true randomness. Um, and I, I, I don't know. You got to do something else though. Cause yeah, this is, I don't think this is working out as well as they thought it would. I don't feel like the whole needing a skull to go run the final thing has really worked out all that well because it's just hasn't, I don't know. It hasn't really mattered because at the end of the day, so many people are making the final anyway yeah. that you're not really fighting over a 
scarce object, you know, like if if I don't know, well, maybe, maybe that's part of it though. Then maybe it should only be maybe there should only be three skulls. You know? Well, that's what that's what I was gonna say is you know like right now and I, I feel like it was the same thing last season that five men and five women make it, and that's more people that generally make most finals anyway. So well, and didn't they have like um, wasn't there a what what would you call it? Not a cutoff, but kind of a they called it down to like three and three, didn't they? I think like they, they the did final? something, yeah, where there was like a puzzle. I vaguely remember that. There was there was something, but I don't know. It wasn't I wasn't clearly it wasn't that memorable. But, right, uh, right. Yeah, I think there's definitely some format problems. I think I think in my mind, the number one problem for this season is casting, and the number two problem would be format. I do think sure. the casting is is definitely just part of it being COVID. I hope yeah. so, but there's you people were limited who keep to that. coming back that are so boring. Like I don't need to see fucking what's her name from Big Brother anymore. Um, yeah. Leroy's partner. Um, I don't mind Casey. I mean, she. she I don't know what doing she anything. I was just going to say, she doesn't really bring anything to the table. But, I mean, I find I can't stand Josh. And maybe that's, like, good. So there's someone that I can root against. But, and I don't know, Fessy's just kind of boring. Yeah, Fessy's boring as well. Fessy's a total nothing. He's the worst thing that could possibly be on the show. He's a decent enough competitor, so he wins fairly often and people are afraid of him. But he also is so boring when it comes to the politicking and everything. And oh my God, every time he attempts to hit on any of the women, I want to die. It's so painful. It's so cringy. It's like, dude, you're like a fucking six foot six former football player. You're a decent enough looking guy. You really just have to stand there. You don't even have to like, Especially Make in that moves. house, man. Yeah, you don't have really. to do anything. They will come to you, man. Like, dude, I guarantee you, a girl like Nani, if Fessy would have never, ever opened his mouth, would have wanted to fuck Fessy. But the problem <laughs> is, is he just can't shut up. <laughs> He's actually his own worst enemy. Oh, Nani Fessy. fucked Johnny Riley. Johnny I do Riley. That. <laughs> I mean, these are not people of high standards. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh no, I I mean I hope that it is just kind of a covid blip, but I think these from like was it are you the one or like that shit like no. No. We, we Fessy, Fessy and Casey are two just off the top of my head. They should be banned. They should never be brought back. I would rather them just pull some, grab some person off the street wherever you're filming the show. I would rather them do that and just try something new. Well, you know Rather what? than cast Casey and Fessy again. Why not grab more like WWE wrestlers? There's a whole fucking anything. like roster of them not doing anything just sitting there like use them they're at least athletic ish 
dude, they've got to start getting some women on the show who are at least interesting. Lolo was a massive bust. The top yeah. two women on this season are Casey and Cam. Casey and Cam on any season with any actual quality women's cast would be like middle of the road players, but they're the top women because there's just no one else. <laughs> like there's, there's no one. Their competition is Anissa, Amber B, Big T, and who am I missing? Nani. Uh, Nani. I mean, yeah. Like, what are, what again, are we gotta like do, Nani, Alex? And Nani's we... the third best woman, and again, she's middle tier. What do we gotta do to get Laurel back on the challenge? I think you're gonna have to give her an amount of money they don't want to pay her. But they should pay her because it. I really agree, good. they should. Because you owe her for fucking her over, in uh, was it War of the Worlds? Um. When did they fuck her over? When she lost in that elimination to Ninja. Oh, yeah. Well, that was bad production, yeah. And speaking of speaking of bad production, they come out and they're this this Durrell and Corey elimination. TJ's like, "We made the rope three times tight as tight. We added more posts or something like that." And then Corey just runs to the end and hits the button twice. It's like, what happened? Why was there no tension on the line? That was so weird. Like, why? Like, that shouldn't have been able to happen. Because it didn't look like... Drill was slow, but he wasn't that slow. No, he was only like a foot behind, maybe. There should have been some tension. Because this was just... It's a straight foot race then. It was That's so boring. stupid. And the yeah. thing is, I uh, it's the thing is, if they would have done the normal version of that game, which is like, hey, you both end up having to dig into the sand and try to pull the other one slowly to the button. And we're here for two hours. Yeah. Yeah. I think Darrell probably wins that. But yeah. instead it was just like, it was like they were sprinting in sand. It was so stupid. Did they just want Darrell off the show? Maybe. I mean, maybe. Or maybe they didn't run between the poles as much as they were... Sp- I don't know. It, maybe something got fucked up and we just don't know about it, but it, it was just very much like, oh, this is just a foot race. Okay. It but... was it was very weird, and look, I'm not mad Corey won. Like, Corey's a lot better on the show than he has been in the past. Like, I feel like the past couple seasons have been a redemption arc for Corey, and Well, they've been pushing... Lot... He's got a family at home. Yeah. And he's That's calmed a... down quite a bit too. So it, I've come to like Corey these last couple uh, seasons. I agree. And, you know, I think it really actually has changed Corey having the two kids. Like you can see it's changed him. It settles you um, down for sure. It's made him a lot. Uh, yeah, It's made him a lot more aware of what he's doing on the show for sure. Mm-hmm. He's not just like hounding after every woman he comes across i was just gonna say he's not the uh, poon hound he once was um yeah i wish it would have been like a real elimination though regardless of who won because you're thinking like oh Corey and darrell is gonna be fucking good right and And it's just kind of just nothing right like okay yeah i would have rather if they would have pulled the 
you know, maybe they come out and they do it once. Corey sprints to the end and hits the button, and they're like, wait, guys, that doesn't count. Something was wrong. Like, just edit it off the show, you know? And be like, right. we yeah. fuck something up, hold on. Like, it's not what it's supposed to be. <laughs> Rather than just, like, Corey sprints to the end twice and wins. Yeah. Yeah, it was just kind of a big nothing. There's been so many events in... Like so many things this season that have just been like you're looking at it and you're like, oh, this is gonna be epic, and then it's just fizzles, for sure. It sucks, but you yeah, know something to. Hmm? You know, the show focuses too much on trying to cast athletes, and 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 not enough on I uh, want to know where that dummy lives so I can go up to their house ring their bell and just slap them in the face. Like what are you are you stupid? Clearly yes, but like what 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 show have you been watching? Did you like like not watch Rivals and everything since then? What are you well, talking about? Do they know you can have athletic people who are also entertaining? Like no, Alex, CT, people who are athletic aren't like Johnny. Like, charismatic at all. Don't you know that? You can, only, you can be one or the other. Well, if you're a hockey player, you're an absolute black hole of charisma, for sure. <laughs> uh, hockey players are the most boring people to ever grace the earth. <laughs> <sighs> But in general, I think athletes could be both. I just, they need to, again, I looked at that all-star cast, dude, and you could pull it up if you want. I can't even remember. But the cast is so bad. Like, there's a few of the formerly, you know, entertaining older women on there. I'm just talking about the female side, by the way. I can't even remember what men are on the show. It wasn't that great either. But for the I'm women, you know, they have I'm excited to see like... Big Easy back. That's like the one that I was like, oh, okay. I'm interested to see how he's doing. For the women, you know, they have Ruthie, they have Beth. They were always very entertaining on the show. Um, Jemmy is okay. Jemmy will give you good quips in the interviews and everything. Yes. But other than that, it's like, it's the all-star seasons. And, like, um, who's the girl who was always getting abused by Zach that's there? Jenna. No, not Jenna. The one who was getting oh, really oh, bad. Yeah. John A. John A is there. It's like, why... All-star? When I think all-star, Jonay is not an all-star. I like her. I thought she was entertaining. She is not an all-star. I mean, she's going to be like the first one eliminated, probably. It's just so... Like, the whole women's cast, I was just like, this sucks. Well, because everyone who's good, or who you would want to see, is like, no, I like have a life, and yeah, you know, I, I'm not going to psychologically issue. torture myself by going back into this house with these maniacs. Well, that's, and that's now the they're... Issue. They're 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 basically suffering the consequences of years of not developing new cast members who are interesting to watch. It's they're WWE. WWE. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need. I mean, you know, it's a good thing. I said it. We said it. I think last time on this podcast or whenever. It's a good thing that the real world is starting up again on Paramount Plus. I think Road Rules is coming back too, isn't it? So now Buna Murray has an opportunity to cast people off the street who are interesting and put them on the challenge. They have a chance now because casting off Big Brother, casting off all these other shows has been 
for the most part, a massive failure. Like, yes, every once in a while you get a Kyle or you get a bear when he's not too busy raping women. But for yeah. the most part, for the most part, it's been a complete disaster. Agreed. Allegedly, Allegedly. raping women, whatever happened. Yeah, but really that's enough. You're not coming back on the show. You know, I just like, can you name one woman who's been added who you were like, oh man, what a great addition to the cast from all these other shows? Nah. Well, and like Ninja Warrior, there's nobody that's like charismatic and kind of rad on Ninja Warrior. Come on. The best you could do is Ninja Natalie. Oh, man. Oh, Come my. On. I just hate... just, even just saying her name. I mean, like, I've invoked what a her. Follower. What a follower. <laughs> I hate to yeah. say it, but you almost need to bring Cara Maria back just to have someone there who you can really be agitated with. <laughs> you need Kara in the corner, though. But no, like, Kara can't be in no power Pauly. because that's just ugh. Pauly's that well, season, you Pauly need... should be banned. That season was like. I think almost unwatchable. I think you can have Polly there, but um, what you need, you need mecha game mechanics that add enough chaos that someone can't, you know, one group can't get the numbers and then control the game from start to finish, and that's what happened in those seasons that were really terrible. You know, if you can make it. Like, that's what was so, you know, go back to the draw. And I know we talk about the draw endlessly. It's one of our favorite game mechanics. But that's the thing. Like, that's what keeps things interesting is a little bit of chaos. I don't want to see that. people run the show. Right, right. It gets it gets to a point. At least, like, I don't mind, like, multiple little factions that are constantly warring against each other. Like, that's what's interesting. But when you yeah. get this, like, Matt... Well, and the problem with War of the Worlds was the, the Brits were just, like, like actively so working. They were so dumb. Oh, my God. It was painful. And then and they it's just win like, in the end because they just get lucky, essentially. Yeah, that was Like, they decimate their it's... own team, but and end CT up with Jordan. making a move. Yeah. They end up with Jordan and Tori and CT despite all their best efforts to lose relentlessly, so they end up winning the final. Well, and I was just like, why are you working? Like, you realize that you guys are, like, going against each other, right? Like, you get that? Like, yeah, that was such a shit show of a season. It was just stunning to watch and infuriating at the same time. Yeah, I hope going forward they start to address some of these problems for sure, because there's a lot of... um. There's a lot of problems, but I think they're fixable problems, at least format-wise. Oh, definitely. The casting, the casting stuff is another issue, you know? Um, we'll see what they do. I think they badly need to, you know, unless they find a bunch of people who are really great from casting for these new seasons of The Real World and Road Rules, or maybe some people come back from Challenge All-Stars who they end up putting on the main show, you know, I don't know. But... If they're not going to pull a bunch of people from those who are great TV, they need to do like a fresh meat season. They need to do something. 
Yeah. 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 I agree. And don't pull from other fucking shows when you do a fresh meat season. Cast people off the street. And if I could Agreed. ask really nicely, if the women could just not be Instagram models, that would be <laughs> wonderful. Like, I would like someone who actually has some personality and some athleticism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I completely agree with you. What else you got, Bob? What's on your mind? Um, what's the next big purchase? Erica, what's Bob going to throw money out the window on? What's on his mind? <laughs> I know he's got something going. Well, we just, we had the Peloton. Yeah, well, that right. was, that was the most, that was the easiest one ever. Because he came in the party on Xbox like a month before and started talking about how he wanted a Peloton but he doesn't want to wait for it or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Let's go ahead and buy the thing, dude. Here it comes. Like, and, <laughs> and then he comes in like a month later. He's like, I bought the Peloton. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking shocked. <laughs> so. <laughs> now, the question you is, should be shocked. Though, is what's next? Well, it hasn't arrived yet, so I think we're still in the Peloton limbo, so we haven't mm. gotten the gratification of the purchase yet. Mm. So once that comes, and that, that gratification he gets there, and you get that high, that good serotonin, and then, it that's gonna, away a couple then it's going to wane, and yeah. then <laughs> is when there will be the next the next thing, if you will. Yeah. I don't know that I appreciate this this train of thought here. Uh, you right, know, I feel like I'm Thrown is that, is that the, the problem? Because this cycle is only repeated like 15 times. Alex, this this is all I will say on the matter. Is that there are times where I'm looking at like a shirt or something and I'm like, oh, that's like 20 bucks. I shouldn't be spending this kind of money on something. I don't need it right now. It's fine. And then Bob rolls up with, hey, Peloton. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Should have bought that shirt. I'm I'm going to the fucking spa when I get my second vaccination shot. I'm like, I'm I'm doing it up. Like, I'm, Erica's spending some money on her fucking self, man. Like, this shall not stand anymore. I tell her to spend money on herself all the time too, and you know I can't force my her. Joys, to spend my joys, my joys are simple, Bob. I I can sit in my bed for three hours in an evening after the baby's gone to sleep, and I can just read fanfic, and I'm a happy fucking camper. What? Okay, so how much was the Peloton? Was it like three grand or something? I don't think it was that bad. No, no, no. It's not cheap, but it was. It wasn't it good, wasn't... mind you, but it wasn't that bad. Well, here's the question. I I only asked the value, not that I really give a shit. But here's the question, Erica: Is what could you buy like what would be things erica would want that are like two thousand dollars alex i don't even know if there is anything that i would want for two because i have a hard time even thinking of things well see see because here's the thing erica doesn't isn't like big on things she 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 likes to do things more i like experiences like if i had like two grand with just carte blanche to spend on something i want to go to like I want to go to Oriole in the city, and I want to have a bomb-ass, like, 12-course tasting menu that I'm going to feel guilty as shit because it costs, like, $500 a person. Like, that's the kind of thing I would do. Yeah. That sounds... Yeah, and, see, 
completely right. And see, I'm the opposite because when I have something that's really expensive food wise, I start comparing it to cheap versions of the same food. And I'm like, you know, is this, you know, is this $20 burger better than a $10 burger? I don't know. It might even be worse. Well, and, and in so, that instance, I will say paying $20 in that example, the cheaper burger, like, unless they're like I, I doing something fucking amazing to a $20 burger, unless they've got like, you know, uh, uh, like, uh, what do you, what do you call that? Like dry aged, like ribeye, like ground up in there. And there's like a reason for it to be that expensive. And then you taste it and it's amazing. Fine. But nine times out of ten, that $10 burger is going to be better than a $20 burger. Yeah. Yeah, I just, with with food, I'm very much like that. It's like, oh, is this a $100 steak really worth $100? See, for you know? me, for like those, because I've done a couple tasting menus at this, um, there's a place in the city called Elizabeth that I enjoy. And I've gone a couple times. Um, and it's more about the experience more than anything. You know, I've been with Bob, Bob. Yeah. humors me he doesn't really get it but I've been with a couple friends I took my brother once and to me it's more the conversation that you're having over the meal like the chef comes out and she'll actually like explain the thought process behind the dish and I love that shit Alex I eat that stupid shit up mm -hmm. so yeah. it's, it's more about the night out than it necessarily is about the food the food is delicious I haven't had a bad meal there but it is more about the experience more than anything yeah, and, like, you talk about, like, a tasting menu dinner, like, that's fun because you've got a whole bunch of different stuff. Like, imagine if you go to, you go and you buy that, you know, $90 steak. Well, one, that's a lot of, that's probably a lot of steak. Um, Not it's necessarily. One Not necessarily, but, you know, it's, it's. It's just the steak. And, well, and if here's the thing. Like, it doesn't have, live I, up to it. <laughs> it's a, you feel like it's a waste. We went to, uh, before we had the baby, uh, this is a while ago now, a couple years, we went to a steakhouse downtown, and they had a, like actual Wagyu beef on the menu. Um, and it was obscenely expensive. And I was like, I'd like to try it, but this is an absurd amount of money. But... Um, you know, I ended up getting it, and it was, it was good, but Bob's ribeye was better. So it was like, all right, you know, I can say I tried it, and that's kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like, it seems like a titanic waste of money because it wasn't all that good. Yeah. Yeah, well, speaking of something like a $20 burger, the only one I can ever remember where I felt like, okay, this is actually worth it was I had a burger at Gibson's, which is a steakhouse here, and it was fucking incredible. I was like, okay, whatever this is, I think it was like $20 or $18, something like that. You know, whatever whatever it was, it was unbelievable. But it's very rare where I'm like, I'd just rather, you know, spend, I'd rather just get a burger at Portillo's or something. Not that their burger is like unbelievable or something. It's um, just not worth it to you. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, like a place like Burger or not like not Burger King, but like McDonald's, like McDonald's has a pretty good burger now, you know. So, and McDonald's, McDonald's is fairly in, cheap. 
a fucking minute, so I couldn't speak to it now, but I was always I a mean, nugget person. I had I've had like the the since they've changed over to um the new quarter pounder, like I've had that and um I will say it is a it is a pretty significant improvement hmm. over um what they had before. What they had before. Um and they switched to fresh beef is Oh well or, that's gonna make a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. It may it's tremendous different. But you know, when I think of when I start thinking of burgers, like you've got you know, McDonald's and Burger King. Like you get a burger from each of them for a buck. Like that is and it's a buck and it's surprisingly good at a buck. Um, but if I, especially now, like if I'm going to, if I want to burn, if I'm going to like, if I'm going to expend, uh, allow myself to eat a hamburger, it has got to be minimum Shake Shack level. Like that's, that's the bottom. <laughs> Forget. Um, I like Five Guys too, and Five Guys I'd put on a similar level, but Five Guys is insanely expensive. Five Guys, th- Five Guys thinks they're a fucking steakhouse. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, very for, expensive. The prices are completely out of control at Five Guys. Yeah, and it's like it's good, but it's not that good, guys. It, if it, for Five Guys, and seriously, this is not an exaggeration. You could get at Five Guys one burger for the same price you could get two burgers at McDonald's and I'd rather have the two burgers <laughs> and not at the same uh, meal I mean but you get three burgers meals. at McDonald's for the same price well I'm talking about like I'm comparing like because like a baseline burger at five guys would be like a double right um yeah and I'm just comparing it to like a double quarter pounder, but you could get like two double quarter pounders for the same price. You could get a double cheese. See, I, I, don't, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I'd rather have five guys than two double quarter pounders. Um, the five guys burger is going to be like way tastier than that. Um, but burgers, you know, it, Bob. I, well, I mean, call a spade a spade, but, I, I do think like when I'm willing to pay for you know for, pay for better food, um, but it is kind of incredible like when you can get a really tasty burger for almost nothing, like it makes justifying buying a more expensive burger, um, you know, so much harder like. I think about, I think the best hamburger I've ever had was, um, was Hooters, a steak burger (laughs) at, yeah, it turns out it was wings. The best hamburger I've ever had is wings. Write that down. They burgers, don't they? They do, but why would you ever get a burger at Hooters? I don't know, but. I know people do. It's on the menu, but. No, the best. Wings. Go ahead, Bob. The, finish your story. The best uh, burger I ever had um, was at a brew pub in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, 
and it was just so delicious. Like, it was unreasonably good. And it really wasn't even that expensive. Um, you know, uh, granted, I was in... getting their beef from like right down the way. Yeah, I mean, and, and admittedly, I was in Bozeman, Montana. Um, hey, Montana does not have sales tax. Yet another reason Montana is great. Um, but yeah, no, like it was, uh, I, I, it was so good. And then I think about where else, um, I would, you know, compare that to, and it's hard because not a lot of places make like a thick burger like that. Like maybe Kuma's. Maybe. Hey, Erica, you know, yeah, if I'm you move here. to Montana, you would probably never have to see another human being for the rest of your life. I mean, this is true. <laughs> hey, I have a question. I can't go to Kuma's anymore, though, what's, Bob. What's a They're food? They're What's a food, like a carryout or restaurant or whatever, to live, drive in, whatever the deal is, um, what's a food you guys would have had semi-regularly pre-pandemic that you have not had since the pandemic started? And by semi-regularly, I mean maybe like every couple months or something like that. Uh, restaurants. I don't know that, like, and maybe Erica. Actually, you know what it is, Alex? It's Elio's. Yeah. Elio's is one of them. Yeah. Direct attack on my soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't had Elio's in at least two years. And that's that's a problem. It's a damn shame. It is. So we're actually talking once we're got the second shot. I think they have a patio now at their new place. We might make a a jaunt because, oh, oh. So the other good. day I was out and about driving down Butterfield Road. And this is at night. And uh, every single restaurant I drove past, past their parking lots were jam-packed. And, like, if you can think of that line of restaurants there, you know, the Portillo's, mm -hmm. the Red Lobster. Um, what's the place between the Red Lobster and the Hooters? Um, I, it's house? like... There's Brick House right there, and it's like a Mexican place there, too. Yeah. yeah. Every single one, sham-packed. And I thought to myself, I know all these crazy people are not vaccinated. No, these people are fucking lunatics. Well, and it was a while. I think it was... It might have been right around Valentine's Day. We ordered from um, a little local place uh, um, not far from us. And I went to go pick it up, and I was waiting out in the car for them to bring it curbside. And it, there's a bunch of restaurants kind of in a row there. And all those restaurants were packed. And I'm just like, I'm sitting there, and I'm getting, like, anxious just looking at it. Because I'm like, you're not getting me indoors at a restaurant for a while. I, I just, I don't think I'd be comfortable. Like, outdoor dining, that's one thing. But, you know, I, I don't know. 
how I, I would feel. Because that's the thing. I don't know any of these people. I don't know mm-hmm. if they're vaccinated. I'm sure that they're fucking not. When, when I'm going to are. a restaurant, I'm going there to have some food, hang out with some friends or family or whatever, and most importantly, relax. I'm yep. not going there to be like, oh man, this fucking person next to me, they got the look of one of those crazy fuckers that wouldn't get a vaccine. <laughs> They're like yeah. two feet away from me. It's not going to be like, relaxing not, at all. I'm it's not going to be... go there for that nightmare. Right. I don't want to go out and be stressed the entire time. When I'm so vaccinated patio, and whenever, yeah. Go ahead. Patio's fine. I'll eat on a patio. I'm not eating in a restaurant. At least not for for the foreseeable future. And that, hey, that might change. Who knows? But I'm just kind of, okay, you got a patio? You got outdoor space that I can sit at? Now, now we can have a conversation. Yeah, what I feel like when I'm vaccinated, when everyone I potentially interact with on a regular basis or semi-regular basis are vaccinated, then it's a different story because it's like I'm not really worried about it at that point, and I've I've done my I've done my part, you know, mm-hmm. for the past year or whatever. Now yeah. I guess whatever, you know, there's probably problems coming down the road with variants because. People have been spreading COVID around like it's going out of style, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, you know, I kind of feel like if I'm vaccinated and you guys are vaccinated, I don't mind just hanging out like normal, you know, Right. at that point. No, same. And our big thing is just going to be because, you know, the kids can't get vaccinated yet. If you're going to come in our house, got to be vaccinated. We're not taking any chances with her. Yep. So that makes sense. And that's just that's just the way it's gonna be. So are you guys looking forward to the argument that will inevitably happen with someone when you send out invitations for Fourth of July and you put on there stay the fuck away if you're not vaccinated <laughs> and you know you're gonna get a phone call from someone. Oh, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. You can give me a call and you can complain or you can bitch. Don't fucking come to my house. That's that's just, that's full stop. That's it. I know we're sitting out in the yard, but there'll be a lot of people out there. And I, I'm not taking any chances. So. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And if you want to yep. come, you can sit in the corner with a mask on. How's that? Stay the fuck no. away from everybody else. We'll get you a little circle. You can't leave the circle. We'll have some snacks there, and you have to remain in your mask and sit in the corner like no, a fucking I'm, child. No, I that am you are. only agreeing to that provision if said person has to wear a dunce cap. Ooh, I'm into that. We could make that happen. <laughs> I think we could make that happen. Like, if you want to stay, put the dunce cap on. If the dunce cap comes off, even for one second, you, you must gotta go. get up and leave. You're out. You you just gotta leave. You're not welcome here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh excuse me you got anything else alex no nah, i don't have anything else i'm sick of you guys i know me too like right what, of erica or of me well of you he says that he's probably mm. gonna jump on the party later tonight so mm. you know bob i appreciate that you had to say that because that way you won't get stabbed in your sleep 
I'll probably get sad and sleep anyways, but you know. I only brutalized him in his sleep that one time when he tried to cuddle and I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> he got the piston elbow. <laughs> Erica's sleeping. I wasn't expecting that shit. Vav, Vav still has a concussion symptoms to this day. <laughs> that's why. That's why every two to three months he must spend an exorbitant amount of money. That's the reason that, that we yep. found the root cause. That's it. <laughs> that's it, right there. Uh, you know, okay. You no, know, Bob. You know, Bob. This new LG OLED that comes out this year. Let me sell you on it. Okay. It has. All right. All right. It, all right. All like. right. A blue light filter. A blue light filter, Bob. Imagine all the TV you could watch if your eyes were less strained. Here, here's a thought for you, though. Um, how can I spend any time watching TV if I'm too busy biking on my Peloton? Well, what do you mean? You put the bike in front of said TV and you multitask. No, no, no. See, I have to pay attention to the Peloton trainer. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> it's a cult, Alex. It's a cult. It's, it's absolutely a cult. By the way, he told me the names of some of the people who are trainers on this. They're clearly all fake names, and I'm also convinced all of them are former porn stars based on the names. <laughs> That's entirely possible. <laughs> <laughs> It's like John, it's like one of the guys is like John Longcock or something. I'm like, come on, this is not a real name. That's it's a little fucking on the fake. nose, bud. Oh my God. Choi Hung Low. Hey. You know, it's like all the fucking porn names. You know, th this is, it's really important though for me to, to do the Peloton work because I need to train and be ready for my bike tour in alaska and you know that's a lot of work i gotta put in erica I'm, now. I was happy to get to come on here and talk to you uh it's nice to see you i hope mm -hmm. you have a wonderful two weeks until the next time no thank you um, bob yes man hug me hold me <laughs> tight <laughs> bye This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs> <laughs>